Hello, and welcome to another episode of We Love Gymnastics, featuring me, Mr. Internet Points, aka Addicts, and Michaela Soulspeed. In this episode, we had the privilege of speaking to the one and only Darion Goburn. She was lovely. She, girl, she gave good conversation, and it was just incredible. Um, shout out to her mom, Tiki Goburn, for being such a incredible person and, and so supportive and just facilitating a lot of the things we've been able to do because she she believes in us and she believes in you know what we do for the community um girl i'm tired <laughs> it's been a long couple weeks my new big wig job is is hectic so i'm sorry for this being so late um also we had internet connectivity issues as per usual so there's gonna be some spots that are you know hard to understand and so i apologize in advance other than that don't forget to check out our merch addictsinc.org we have new merch that you know you might want to check out and please rate us and leave a comment and subscribe (laughs) it helps us a lot and really you know helps the cause the podcast the show us because that's the way we learn and that's how we better ourselves and just yeah uh, we appreciate you. We really appreciate for listening and for supporting us. And, you know, it all the success of the show goes out to you guys. So without further ado, here is our interview with the one and only Darion Goburn. I am not early. No, no, no. I'm early. The queen is never late. Never late. Okay. Um, she is on queen time. I, I'm not bothered right, right right now. She is on her own time. She has her own trajectory. She's doing her own thing. You know, the queen, I am simply early. Yeah. The queen is never late. So let's put, let's, let's get that straight right now. Um, as we wait for the queen herself, I just wanted to, um, Thank you guys so much for being so supportive of the Fist Girls. Those interviews have been some of our most listened to like podcast episodes today. Well, other than the racism roundtable, yeah, no, you guys have showed up and showed up those girls, and it was such a privilege to be able to interview them. I was like, I can't even deal. Like they were so lovely and so eloquent. Come on now, come on. Uh, they're going to be some of the best, 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 best athletes and routines of the entire NCAA. You guys are going to be gagged. Uh, she's going on now. Perfect. Yeah, I'm just early. You know, wanted to do a little pre-show. Um, oh, oh, right, right, right. All right, because Michaela wanted me to play this before we started. Um, she, you know, you know how she is. Michaela has to supersede everything. So here you go. This is from Michaela herself. Enjoy. And welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Michaela Loves Gymnastics. Um, I wanted to issue a public apology. Um, in one of our last interviews or blogs or something I said or something I retweeted, however, I made 
um, somebody, I made an allegation that was come to later find out wasn't the truth. I said that there was a very, very famous black gymnast from UCLA who was in the locker room when Alexis Jeffrey was screaming out the N-word. But um, her mother um, has let it be known that she was not um, there. She was not around and she has nothing to do with this situation. So I just would like to issue an apology to, you know, said family. I never said who you was in the first video, so I'm not going to say who you are in this video, but I just want you to know that I do love you guys, and when I, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and I'm um, up here acknowledging my mistake, and I'm asking for forgiveness, so thank you all, and tune in for our big interview later on this evening at um, We Love Gymnastics. Oh, and I would like to apologize to the ladies at this University. You know, I'm, I really am saddened and disappointed that I've been missing most of these interviews, but as you all can see, I started a new job full-time and my schedule is different, so I'm just trying to get used to my new routine. So, once again, I apologize to the ladies at Fist, and I apologize to one of the superstars at UCLA, Blake Blake. I'm not for that. <laughs> Thank you guys, and I will see you guys later on. Why is this always her? She always has to be, always has to be, you know, a superseding star. Hi, how are you? Hi, I'm good. <laughs> Let me play your intro before we get started. Okay. tell you i moved like mountains to get here on time but anything you know how we do anything for selena's anything for diggy anything for Queen diggy. anything anything well, thank you. How I love you? i'm good i'm good good i'm a little tired i've been doing a lot of running around but Girl, I... let, me, let, me, let me tell you right i had to drive i have to drive through a storm i had to it was a lot i was like am i gonna get there on time over here, right? We're here. So <laughs> now I wanted to ask you because I got to meet you for like two seconds. You were lovely then, but mm. and stop me if you've heard this question before. But I don't know, like your your incredible confidence, you're just possessed for life. Um, mm -hmm. When you wake up in the morning and yourself in the mirror, how much you have to fight the urge to just say, "Wow, these lipids ain't even close." Uh, wait, wake up and say what? <laughs> like how these just aren't even close. Right. All the other ones. No, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, it's not even like that for me. I just wake up and I do look in the mirror like, dang, I look good. But I just, you know, I just go about my day. I pray. I do what I got to do. And I know that, you know, 
my confidence, it, it radiates and, and it helps other people, um, whether they like it or not. So um, that's kind of helps me. Like it. Right. It helps just, me every day. Right. So I kind of just, you know, want people to feed off that. Like I said, whether they realize it helps them, whether they want to hate on it, whatever. It's, that's just what it is. And so that's kind of how I go about it. So let's, let's talk a little bit on that. Um, you, because when, when you, you're excellent. I mean, you do nothing less than excellent things. And I feel like a lot of times people have, it's jealousy or just whatever it might be. And how do you deal with that? Like, how do you deal with, you know, people who obviously want to come to you, but want to mm-hmm. hate on you for no reason, just because they're jealous. Like, how do you deal with that activity? Right. Well, it's definitely hard. Uh, I've had to work on it throughout the years. Because at first I thought it was I'm like, what am I doing that is making all these people like feel some type of way but then we look deeper into it and I'm like well if they're not I'm looking at myself like I know me I know if I did something I'm not I don't have a big ego like I will say sorry you know if I did something to offend you but you know looking back like I don't really do much like I just do me and if a person can't come up to me and tell me you know hey my feelings yada 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 if you you know having attitude for no reason there's nothing I can do about that so that's kind of how I'll go about it. There's nothing that I'm walking in my face. And if that bothers you, you just gonna have to sit from afar. So walk walk somewhere else. Right. So that's kind of how I deal with that. It's definitely been hard, but um, I'm definitely um, getting better at it every day. So. So fifth year. Yeah. How's that? Kind of crazy (laughs) because at first I really just didn't not want to do it like I'm not right. a person it's like obsessed with gymnastics I'm not crazy about it honestly I just was I guess good at it, it took it's me what you do be. not who you are yeah, exactly so it's just like it wasn't really you know anything I wanted to do but I had so much fun um my senior year and with the rise of NIL I wanted to take an opportunity you know to get my name out there and build my brand even more so I was like why not so that's kind of I'm glad you brought up a nail because, okay, mm-hmm. first off, you were robbed, robbed of the nail awards, robbed, I say, <laughs> because I, I should have won more awards. That's me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was literally watching in my car and driving, not safe, but I, I, I was committed. Right. Um, I do want to know how was that experience for you? Because I mean, that, I mean, it's, it's a brand new thing for everybody in the NCAA. Right. So, how was going uh-huh. to be there? It was honestly life changing for me. Like I'm, I'm very, and I feel like that's a lot to say because I'm a very nonchalant person. There's not a lot that gets to me really. I'm kind of just like, freshman eh. year I won nationals and I was over it the next day. Like I was just like, I don't care. But like this was, I feel like this was honestly life changing. Not only the awards, but the you know the connections that I made, being around like minded individuals, people that are not going to hate on you for doing you, but they see you for who you're who you are, and they also have bigger and better visions themselves. So it was really cool to be around that and around different knees, different brands. It was super, super cool to, you know, to rub elbows with, you know, that people yeah. who have like these, you know, connections. So it was, it was super cool. And I got to speak in front of hundreds of student athletes, which was nerve wracking, but I got to push myself to do something that I never thought that I would do. And so it's just, it, it was a great opportunity and I got outside my comfort zone and it was, it was awesome. And you looked stunning. I mean, that dress. <laughs> That dress. Yes, I, I love stuff Ooh. like that. Like the red carpet, that was me. Like I just felt like I was eating the girls up. You know what I'm saying? Like you that's were. Just, hey, left no crumbs. 
<laughs> like it was so much fun. Everyone looked so beautiful. It was so much fun. No, 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 let's all be humble about it. Like you looked yeah. the best. <laughs> like I mean, Thanks. shout the little lady out. She did her. She did the damn thing. Yes. Um, her name is Tip. Her Instagram. Oh, Tip Hood is her Instagram. Well, that's her name. Look up Tip Hood on Instagram. Look her up, y'all, because my dress. Yeah, and I was serving. It's the body exactly how I need to. And oh, it, it gave was everything like, when it's supposed to. Thank you, and it really did. And so, thank you, Mom, for putting it in there. So yeah, that was that was awesome, and I felt like a princess. So you yeah, like check a out queen, though. Like a queen. <laughs> yeah, queen. <laughs> so okay, um, I love your mom. Your mom is exceptional. There's mm-hmm. there's like one of them every generation and your your mom is she's the one. Like she's the mm-hmm. one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How was it growing up because um you were you, know, uh, you were started in cheer and then went into gymnastics. Mm-hmm. How was you know growing up in the cheer like with your mom being so involved and like so hands-on and I, I wish my mom had been like that, you know what I mean? How was that? Mm-hmm. Um it was definitely Definitely needed because of like where I grew up. I grew up in Sarasota, Florida, Newtown. It's not very rich. It's just like I was around the corner from the project, where club, and that's just how I grew up. Like I don't like I loved it that way though. But there wasn't many opportunities. A lot of people, you know, just weren't doing for their children like they needed to. There's so many kids in Sarasota that just didn't have that parent pushing or to believe in them. And, you know, my mom put us in sports like when we were young and she when I told her I wanted to do something, she, you know, invested in me and just was that person that helped me get to where I am today. So I feel like that's super important to have that person in your life to believe you, to push you and push you to be the best that you can be. And okay, so you made them make the move to gymnastics, right? Mm-hmm. Like, was there like, obviously we've heard the story how you like you just shot the levels. As you should. Mm-hmm. And, and, well, how that pushback? Because I mean, we, we talked about like you know people hanging on you, but this has been like a long, long ongoing thing for no reason, mm-hmm. right? How was that as as a young like gymnast as Tim Dagley? <laughs> gymnast, um, <laughs> you know, being young and shooting up through the levels, and people not understanding, you know, why she. I guess has what she has or you know this gift that she has why does she get to skip this why does, you know I've always been like, I made it to nationals every year um level 10 level 9 like that's just how I was and I'm a good competitor so um like I said it's definitely hard especially being a, a kid um not understanding why I was looked at like that because in my head, I'm doing my job. I'm not worried about anybody else. I'm doing my job. And that kind of goes back to how I was raised. My mom, um, like when she put me in the sport of gymnastics, I know it's a bit of competitive sport, but when I competing, my mom was just set focus on you because she knew that I was going to light up the room regardless if I failed, if I, she was going to, it was going to be okay. So that's kind of how I looked at competing. That's how I looked at training. And a lot of people didn't look at it they, like that. They looked at me as like, their competitor, which they should, but they just didn't know how to turn that on and turn that off. You know? Yeah. And your focus, I, look, I remember watching you, I think it was at regionals. You mm-hmm. missed your hand on that pack. Girl, how did you not fall? Oh, Completely that missed was- your hand. The- Girl, my heart so, was in, like, in my throat. So that was actually SCC's last year. Mm. And yeah. the thing, it took 
took me by surprise. I warmed up so, like, so well. Like, everything was spot on. So usually when I warm up like that, I compete, like, pretty spot on. And I don't happen. I just, everything felt fine. And I did the pack, and I was just like, well, my hand is not on the bar. But, like, everything happened so fast that, like, it kind of just, I just went with the flow and i just kept going it was it was definitely great but like but, if you hadn't seen like your hand slip you wouldn't nothing happened nothing yeah happened. like i was just like oh that was weird but i said i keep going i guess so and that i mean that speaks your tenacity like on and like, so much because you anything you do you do with excellence and we, we've established mm-hmm. that like <laughs> I just, I, I, I was so like, even in the couple seconds I was with you in the elevator, like I was just in awe of just like how radiant you are. And it's not like, it's not like you're, you're just existing. It's just mm-hmm. radiant. And like, do you think that that then has been part of the reason why little girls are so excited to look up to you? Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, I didn't even know that people looked at me or could see that radiant day. I was at camp. This is a funny story. And a lady kept looking at me in the lobby. I've never seen her before. I guess it was like her first time at the camp. And then she like went in the hallways because there's like pictures of me always. So she's like looking around. And then when I came out, she was like, I knew there was nothing about you. She was like, this is my first time here. But when I, she was like, when I looked at you in there, I just knew that you were kind of just like successful. And I, that really like touched me because I'm like, people can actually like that. They can like see, you know. I don't know that energy that comes off of you. And it's, this is really interesting. It's your aura. To, it's your spirit. It's, yeah. just, it's just, it's, it's insane. It's honestly, it's, you know, and Dragon Ball Z, the Super Saiyans have like the, like the energy around yeah. them. Yeah. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. And it's, yeah. it's so incredible. Like, and it, it, it's, I noticed that before you won the national championship, like the first time I'm on TV, I was like, this, this girl, this girl yes you know I was, yes and then yes. my daughter class is like trying to question now so you won the vault and honestly i was so upset that when i was making this uh, the montage for the intro it was so hard to find i had to go oh to gosh, like a, comp- a, a compilation of all yeah. the i'm like this yeah it is hard to find i even try to look it up myself and it's the yeah, compilation of i'm just like what God forbid it were like someone else, you know. Let me not get messy, but you know what I mean. So, um, can you do you see my dog right now? Do you see? Do you see him? Do you see? Oh my god! Oh my god! He wants to ask a question. He wants to ask a question. Um, Michaela wanted to know how does it feel being Auburn's first national champion? For the first period. How did that feel? Um, it was actually crazy because I didn't, when I found out I made it to nationals as an individual, I did not want to go. I was like, I do not want to do this by myself. Like I'm a freshman, I'm coming in. Like I don't come from a bench. So it was just like, okay, well, well I'm both with these coaches. I've only known for a couple months. These people. I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, this is weird. But like, I know how to job to do. So I went in all these Olympians that dropped down to college. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be able to beat them. So I was just like freaking myself out at it. But honestly, I haven't really told anybody, but like, I don't know when I was, cause I only did vault. So we, we did vault first. So when we warmed up, I just had to sit around for the other events and I was just sitting there. I had this really like good feeling. I didn't know what it was. Like, I didn't know what was about to happen. I just knew I was about to do a vault. I, that's all I knew. I was like, I don't know what this feeling is, but I'm just going to trust it. And I just did my vault. And oh, also my one of my 
favorite songs came on before. I was loose. I was getting. What is that? What was song? What song was that? Yeah. Um. It was like a old song. I'm, I love old school music. Um. Remember, but you know, I was getting loose, and I was like, you know, it's gonna be a good time. I did not expect to win, but that's kind of just how it, it was. Went, it was so. an immaculate vault. It was immaculate. Yeah. Yeah, so, and, and the thing is, I grew up that great either. I was like, I guess it was just meant to be. I don't know. So I'm glad you bring up old school music because this is a great mm-hmm. segue into talking your brother, who I am obsessed with, by the way. Oh my God. Your brother, yeah. I just, a magnetic force of a man. I can't even deal. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. someday yeah. I, when I grow up, I want to be just like him, even though I'm older than awesome. him. So how does it feel to like, you know, because oftentimes in families, there's like one great one and that's it. Yeah. Like all you and all of your siblings are amazing. All of you are talented. Yeah. All like mm-hmm. there was talent to go around. You know what I mean? How, mm-hmm. how, how was that growing up? Knowing that you had a, a fantastic entertainer and you can learn from it and whatnot and just like going back and forth. How was that? Oh, uh, it was definitely amazing. Growing up watching him dance, and he also has that just aura about him. Like when you meet him, everyone just loves him because he is just, he is that person where he just, he's him. Like he's going to do what he wants to do. He's a, he's an entertainer. So he still does shows at um, the West Coast Black Theater Tube. So go down to see a show, but to see man's the attention and, you know, it just brings me back to when we were little and he would go to all these events dancing and you know I was just getting into gymnastics but you know I feel like I get a lot of you know my skills like how I compete like floor and how I perform definitely from him because that's what I grew up watching um how he commanded attention how he just did his own thing and just was smooth with everything so it was it was definitely amazing just growing up and all of my other siblings as well like we all dance we all just have this big personality and I love it definitely love it how was it then having him choreograph your routine last year oh Michaela's here ooh one second there's Michaela oh my god I got it Uh, I'm so happy oh my god (laughs) so Michaela I just asked her how it felt for her to have her brother like choreographed her routine last year. Can you walk us through that? Because that, that must have felt awesome. Yeah, so he usually does, like, all of my routines. Uh, having, like, he knows me best. Um, so Ashley usually does, she's not with Auburn Gymnastics anymore, but she was the one who did the routines last year. And I think she's an amazing dancer. But for me, like, my brother knows me best. He he knows, you know, what kind of music I like, how I move. You know, I like to be a diva. I like to, you know, I like to do this. I like to do that. And he knows that. So, um it's a lot easier to do a floor routine. It's fun. Um, like I said, he's a big personality. He's funny. Like, it's just, it's a good time when I'm doing my floor routine with him. Like, I don't feel like I'm stiff or like, you know, having to tone down. He knows me best and we just, we just get loose and we come up with a masterpiece. Yeah. It's not posy. Like some routines no, are. No, I can't do the poses. That just doesn't no. get it. So. Go ahead, Michaela. <laughs> so. You're very well versed in the lingo of the LGBTQ community. I can see. Uh, yeah. How how did you first learn the lingo? How did you get into the lingo? How does the lingo? How does the LGBTQ community affect your gymnastics? Um, I love the LGBT community. I actually watch Santana a lot. I don't know if y'all know Saucy Santana. I'm sure you do. Oh, okay. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why I pretty much get all my stuff, like, res and all that. Like, I say all that, like, I love him. So, um, I, lo- I love his personality. I love his confidence. And um, kind of just, like, I love to watch a lot of voguing. Um, I watch all that. And I just feel like I love how they, you know, how y'all express yourselves. And I just love it. And I'm definitely here for it. And speaking of that, I think I'm going to be, I'm going to do, like, a, like, a drag routine. Yeah, and I'm super excited just to show my love and like I am like the biggest supporter of like drag everything. I think it's just amazing. I love, yeah, I love everything. So I'm I'm super excited. But yeah, I I watch a lot of Saucy Santana. I feel like that's where I get most of the lingo from, really. But to take the question a little deeper, Um, I know your mom lives in Florida. I'm from Florida. Addis is from Texas. You currently go to school in in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Like these are thirty three um conservative states and yeah. there's a lot of laws being pushed back on a lot of different things. Um mm-hmm. and in Florida right now they're pushing back um the Medicare for trans individuals where they're trying to grow back where we can no longer get um our health care treatment or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then um we all heard of the don't say gay bill, you know, that's going around. Now, you see here in Florida now, it's going all, all over the country, right? Mm-hmm. How does that, how do you think that affects young LGBTQ people who maybe even want to participate in this sports where now where for so long it was completely free, now it's kind of like they're being pushed back into the closet. Yeah. Um, I feel like that would definitely be hard. Like, I, I feel like I can't really speak on behalf of like how you guys feel but like I'm sure that'd be really hard I feel like everything like you know everybody's worked for and everything that y'all worked for is kind of being like taken away so um, yeah I feel like that would be definitely yeah I feel like it'd be hard and yeah that's that's really hard to speak about because you know I don't really know too much about it but um, definitely have my support all the way so Michaela's finally got to be the president. Watch. She's preparing you for presidency. No, but I mean, while we're here, I do want to ask you because there was back during the pandemic, everything fell apart, right? Everything fell apart. And and we saw just hundreds or if not thousands of stories from gymnasts come forward and speak about their experiences whether it be with abuse or with microaggressions or whether it would be racism how did that affect you and and is there anything you can speak on without getting you know yourself in trouble so luckily for me I didn't have abusive coaches like really ever in my gymnastics career. My um, J.O. coaches, David and Laura, they were awesome. Yes, they got on us sometimes, but like it was never degrading. And a lot of these girls, especially like on my team, have had really degrading coaches. And I don't think these like coaches realize, or maybe they do, like the impact that, on, that it has on these young women. Like you see a lot of eating disorders. You see just a lot of low self esteem and they just create these monsters that are you know and it's really not their fault but like it's like these coaches just beat them down so hard and it's definitely just it was definitely it's definitely heartbreaking to me and like like i said i don't think they know how much it def- affects the woman you know throughout her life um 
I've definitely had a, a couple of my teammates. I just see what they seeing what they go through is just uh, very heartbreaking. But um, yeah, like I said, I didn't have. I was. I'm blessed to say that I didn't have that experience, and my mom definitely does not play. So I, you know, <laughs> I, I would like to double try. I did. Yeah, <laughs> you know, never played any of that. Like you know, so I would like to double um, try. I would. Yeah. Just stuff that I hear, and I'm just like, I don't understand why you would say something like that. The elite level girls is more pressure. So, like, I, I, it seems like the elite level girls have a very different experience in this sport yeah. than, like, or level 10 girls. Like, do you think it's a different pressure put on the elite girls versus the level 10 and J4 former J.O. girl? Absolutely. And the thing with, you know, elite girls, their main goal is I want to go to the Olympics. So I'm going to endure anything, any type of pain to get there. They're not trying to ruin ruin chances. And so I feel like that's where a lot of that abuse comes from. And that's why they don't want to tell their parents, because first of all, their, their parents are all this money and then they're training on these hours and they, they have this big goal and this big dream. And it's like, you know, when you're a young girl, like that's that's all you want. And so it's just really sad to see people take advantage of that. I'm glad you brought that up because, I mean, it is an expensive sport. Go ahead, Go ahead. I was just going to say, it's an Olympic team several colleges, but if it's a school that you fall out with, you can go to another school. Whereas yeah. if you fall out with a national team, yeah. there's really nothing else for you to do. So. Right. And they kind of all have each other's back, you know, on, on that Olympic team. So as we've seen with the Larry Nassau, case so yeah. we're involved with that so you can kind of see how that would go and like okay so I'm glad you brought the, brought the money aspect of the sport up because it is an expensive sport yeah. for no reason do yeah, you yeah. think then a couple more questions there you go I know you're booked and busy but I, I want you to kind of like to speak on the fact that you know how expensive and how prohibitive prohibitive this sport can be in that sense Oh yeah, this this is this is definitely a rich sport, um, a rich white person sport at that. Um, so it, it, that could put a lot of stress, um, definitely on the athlete. I know a lot of people who, including myself, who have struggled to pay, you know, their bills, JO, and that are still paying, you know, warm up Leos that are four hundred fifty dollars, choreography like seven dollars, and it's just like it's a lot. It was me a lot. Um, it's definitely worth it you know, if you go to college, but um, yeah, it's definitely an expensive sport. So that's all I have to say on that. Okay. Um, do you feel there should be more opportunities, like more scholarship for young African American male and females to join the sport? Absolutely, definitely, definitely more scholarships because a lot of a lot of give out a lot of scholarships. Even Auburn, like I think they don't give out that scholarships. Um, um, and definitely for too, you don't see a lot of like gymnastics programs. Like there's only 13, I think, out of like all of the coaches, which is not a lot. So um, I definitely would like to see more of that. It'd be great, like if they could give more scholarships. I know that I've had like six people in my class, I think, and there was only like two of us sponsorship or one maybe so Damn. yeah they don't they don't really yeah give out a lot well that's insane I didn't even know that. that that goes to the first historically black university mm. this university 
now that we have the opportunity to have HBCU and possibly an entire gymnastics division of HBCU schools, which is like so special. Do you think that um, would encourage more African Americans and Latino, more brown people to join the sport? Oh, absolutely, because now you're the majority. Like it's it's definitely uncomfortable. And I really don't mean this in a, in, in a bad way, but it's definitely uncomfortable when there's only one of you on the team. There's only one black girl or three. And it's just like, it just, I don't know. I feel like it's definitely a whole different experience when you can um, be on a team, people who look like you and are, are same culturally, because whether people agree with it or not, it's definitely different. Cultural differences can, can really make things clash. And so I think it'll be super awesome to have more HBCUs with gymnastics. And I think that that'll definitely bring in, you know, more black men into the sweater gymnastics. In a weird way, it's kind of like trauma bonding, right? Like you've been through so much trauma <laughs> together that you, you just trauma bonded as, as like, you know, I guess, you know, ethnicities or whatever. Now, um, I, mean, black gym, I have to ask this person I'm so fascinated about this damn brown tape. Because it is just the most. It's just just like, and then uh, maybe you can answer this question because I asked the young lady; she didn't know. Does the brown tape cost more than the regular color tape? Um, I don't know. I don't use. Never used it before, so I don't know if it costs more than the regular tape. If it was provided. Would you use it? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. Because, like when competing with, oh, my mom said, yes, it does cost more. But when you're competing <laughs> with tape that, <laughs> she knows that. When you're competing with tape that doesn't fit your skin, like say you don't have the best toilet paint, you can debt with that tape because it's contrast. So I would definitely use a tape that matches my skin because it just, I don't know, maybe the deduction or, you know, whatever. So we're done to the last questions. Once again, the fifth. I'm so excited. Was it always going to be Auburn? Was it always going to be Auburn? Did you consider other options? I definitely considered an option or other option, which the school, you know, wanted me. I was like, and I really like the people on that team too. So I was thinking about it. And, you know, I um, let my coach know about it just so if anybody else heard about it, they wouldn't be like, she yeah. said she never and I just decided that I want to stay at on because my home. I built my brand there, and I just love. I definitely love the people there. I love the crowd, and um, I'm just super excited for this fifth year. And this is this is just this is where I built everything. So it's just, a song song. You gotta do it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we have in the, in the comments yeah. a couple questions. Well, your mom obviously she's she's, she's giving us cues to like you know reference, but else, um, fluid our dreamer asks. Says big fan of you. Do you plan on pursuing a career in the WWE after gymnastics? <laughs> so the thing with that is, the funny thing is, I just told I just told my the mom. The gag like, is, I, yeah, <laughs> it's just like no, I feel like I'm too cute to be wrestling. That's what I told her for real. But when I, I looked at a, yeah, I looked at a video and like it's actually fun. You can still be dolled up and like have the makeup yeah. and do your thing. And I wasn't really sure. I just don't. I don't think I was really too sure about what it was, but I definitely saw a video and a lot of money. 
They really do. And I'm just, I mean, I'm athletic, you know. I can do this cartwheel, swing, land on somebody's neck. Please. It's fine. A pack salt onto a somebody, please. Pack. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. so I don't know. I'm thinking about it. The, the first time I heard about it, no. Six options for African for Latina girls. Mm-hmm. I think that that should be more of an option for African gymnastics for Latina girls. Let's keep it real. Like, I'm not trying to get you in trouble, so it's not you. It's not like y'all really have to punch each other and shit, right? Yeah. So, you can, like, make it and be pretty and have, and have your, um, like, if Simone Biles joined the WWE right now, it would change the face of that whole entire and then you imagine a uh, uh, main event. Mm-hmm. You, the ball, baby. The gymnastics WWE. I think it wins. I think it wins. Too. Okay, Let I me stop. Win. Pop up on. <laughs> she was. Oh, money's one of those girls. Just pops up. <laughs> no, but, yeah, I'm definitely looking. Looking into it, um, I think it'll be a. It's also like it, it can also open doors for you know other opportunities. A lot of them like can go on movies or this show exactly. or like, this plan. So it, I definitely think that God brought it to me for a reason because it to me once and I turned it down and it showed again. So I was like, you know what? Let's just let's just see what's going to Yours, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so talk, tell us about your NFT collection. For those of you who don't know, an NFT is a non fungible token. Uh, it's basically, it's like it, it places value on something that is like online and one of a kind. Minted mm-hmm. or whatever. No, you thought about your collection. Tell people what an NFT is because I hear all of that and I'm old. I'm forced. It's just something that can be replaced. So a non fungible, right? Yeah, a non fungible token. Yeah, so be my. NFT is, is it's called Black Girl Magic and it's just I want to incorporate um, a lot of black girls from the NCAA and I also want to include men because there's there's not that many you know uh, men of color in the NCAA or in I mean, the sport in general. Oh, right. <laughs> but yeah um, so and I just wanted to show my love you know to them and, and just let you know little girls and it don't even be little girls, just any woman of color. Like we are here and we are dominating the sport and you know, we um and so because I know I needed that when I when I was growing up in this sport. I we had Dominique Dawes, yeah, Gabby Douglas, Simone for a little, but you know, I was about grown with Simone by then and Gabby, I was like twelve and it was great to see, but now there's more. There's way more. So there's I so many. Yeah, and I wanna push that message out there. That's great to see and you just never know what little girl is watching. So um, exactly. that's definitely, definitely my vision. So here come the rapid fire questions and they will let you go because then you're booked and busy. So <laughs> you ready for this? Yes. Competing or watching Dunes? Competing. Favorite show? Ooh, I don't watch TV. I have ADHD so I can sit through anything. Fantastic. What's on your playlist currently? <laughs> My playlist. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Tina Marie. A lot of Tina Marie. I love Tina Marie. Um, Koshi. Oh, I think that's how you name. I love Lil Baby. Um, that's pretty much it. Besides yourself, obviously, who is one gymnast mm-hmm. you enjoy watching? Um, I'm sure for sure. Ooh, 
Yeah. <laughs> Favorite team besides Auburn? Favorite team you said? Mm-hmm. Florida. Favorite sport other than six? Basketball. Ooh. Uh, what team do you root for? <laughs> uh, are we talking about college? Either NBA or college. Definitely Auburn. You know, we were number one for a minute, and then I don't know what happened towards the end, but we definitely were number one at um, SEC for a minute. So it was definitely fun to be a part of. And NBA? Um, I don't really have a favorite NBA team. I like more like college football. I mean, um, that's it. Favorite skill you wish you would have competed? Favorite event? No, favorite skill. Oh, um, my favorite skill, uh, uh, probably a Paxol. No, that you wish you could have competed. I wish I could have competed. Um, double yeah. A, definitely. Ooh, okay. What's one skill you hate doing? What skill I hate hey, why doing? Why is it a wolf turn? <laughs> um, probably my middle pass from full eight. I just don't like it. I just don't like it. I feel like it gives me a lot of problems outside of competition that y'all don't see, but I hate it. And your favorite floor music you ever had? Um, last year's definitely was my favorite. Michaela, okay, anything else you want to add? What's your favorite um, not event um, subject in school? My bad. <laughs> subject in school. I'm like an English girl. I love English. I don't. I don't take those classes anymore because I'm done with them. But I hate math. I really don't like science. Girl, I'll do it. Can't math. I yeah, feel you like, on that so this? much. Who who, does, who uses this? You know what I'm saying? So never. I got one more. Question. One more question. DC or Marvel? Ooh. I don't really watch. See. Them, Me so, but Me which either. one has um? What's her name? Catwoman or what's what's her name? Catwoman. Yeah. Which one is she? DC. DC. Yeah, cause she's 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 a baddie. <laughs> so and then now tell everybody where they can find you on the interwebs. Um, Instagram, you can find me at diggy underscore oh seven. Um, Twitter, just D Goburn, and then Facebook. I don't really use Facebook like that, but Darion Goburn. The last last question: What is something that you wish you someone would have told you while you started in the sport? You cannot tell people um, girls that are they're coming up in the sport. Um, definitely be patient with yourself, especially like during training. I know you want everything to click right then and there, but that'll make the process so miserable. That's what it is. It's a process. You can't have everything work out in one day, especially with gymnastics. Everything is so mechanical, technical. It's just, just definitely trust the process. Well, thank you so much. This is amazing. This is such a privilege. We're so happy. We finally came on. Oh, we love you. We cannot wait to watch this next year. It's going to be insane. You're going to slay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, y'all, thank you so much for watching. We will be back at some point. Girl, I think I'm actually going to try to do some. I'll be back in a minute. Y'all have fun. Love you, y'all. Bye. Bye.